Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So my prayer life with God this morning was a little bit different. I didn't start with my normal process. I started by diving in to forgiveness and just telling him from my heart, true, contrite, humble heart saying, Lord, I am sorry. I am fallen into the world. I am getting sucked into what is going on and I'm not keeping you first and center in my life. I'm also feeling a little directionless because I'm not praying throughout my day and I'm not asking him what he wants me to do. So in light of that, I'm not doing much. I get sucked back into the worldly life and I just went down this litany of things that I was sorry for and sincerely sorry for. And then I continued on with my, you know, putting myself in front of God, offering myself, emptying myself, offering my husband, my family, my material goods, my ministry. And then I just sat with him and I just kept, you know, saying, I love you, God. And I could feel the spirit stirring in me. It was, it was so incredible to know that God was so loving toward my true repentance. And then I read the readings and then I start my meditation (laughs) and lo and behold, he speaks to me in amazing ways. So the first reading was all about the death of Naboth, which was caused by Ahab's wife. She wrote a letter on Ahab's behalf and had him stoned to death. And so um, Elijah ends up through a message from God says, hey, you got to go tell Ahab, I'm going to kill him and kill his family. And they're all going to die, including his wife, Jezebel. And so Ahab freaked out. He was like, oh my gosh, and started repenting, right? tore his garments, put on sackcloth and fasted. And then the God says, have you seen that Ahab has humbled himself before me? And so he's not going to bring the evil in his time, but he'll bring the evil upon his house (laughs) with his son. Okay. Well, you know, it's still payment day for him. Uh, But he was merciful, the Lord. And then the responsorial psalm, be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. And then the Alleluia, I give you a new commandment, love one another as I have loved you. 
And then it is again in the Gospel of Matthew 5, verses 43 through 48. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Okay. God doesn't want anyone to perish in hell. Regardless of the evil that people have done, God wants them to repent. And if you think about all of the apostles in the beginning, in Acts, when Peter would come out, when any of the apostles would speak to the world, it would be all about repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel meaning Jesus Christ is our Savior. He came down from heaven as the God-man to take all of the sins of the world, past, present, and future, and to be our salvation if we repent and are baptized and believe in him. That's pretty much what the gospel is. Yes, all the gospels share many, many parables and many learnings and stories, but the crux of it is the, the life of Jesus. And so I have to look and say, inward, I need to be repentant about my own life. I can only control my life, but I also can pray and ask God to give me the grace to love those who are evil. This is the struggle that I confess this morning. God, I am watching what is going down in the world and I'm getting angry about it. I'm getting angry at these people. I'm getting angry at my husband and my stepson because they look at me and they think I'm this right-wing conservative nut job who's been completely propagandized by, you know, Fox News and other and Trump and all. I mean, it's insane. And so I sit as I try to explain to them who are not necessarily like liberal lefts, but clueless, sleepwalking human beings in the world. And so I I just have to say, as long as I can come to God with a true contrite and humble heart and pray for the evil in this world to be reconciled to God, for those people who are doing this evil to have a glimmer of light and maybe an understanding of what they're doing is not right and that they should go to God. I look at myself for 42 years. I didn't even know that half of, well, three quarters of the stuff that I was doing was immoral. I hadn't had the light turned on. I didn't see that I was even in the darkness. I didn't know to repent. And then that one moment when I sat in church on Easter Sunday for the first time in decades, God shared with me confession and on Divine Mercy Sunday. And I had a movement in my body, in my spirit. It was the spirit in my soul that made me think about all the things that I have done And from what I knew about the commandments and what I knew were immoral sins, right? Mortal sins. I ended up having a moment of clarity. It was the first time I really thought about my mortality. And that was what made me 
move toward confession. The best move I've ever made, the pivotal moment in my journey. And so what I'd like everyone to do today is go through, if you can get to confession, my gosh, that would be the best. Go to confession and get it all off of your heart in a sincere confession. Write it all down. Everything that you feel you need to ask God for his mercy and forgiveness, your judgment of others, your, your anger, your lack of keeping him in your world, right? Without thanking him and praising him all day, your pride, right? Your lack of forgiveness or resentment towards some people. And then just pray and ask for him to fill you with his graces, fill you with his love, his charity, his kindness. Go one step further and ask for Mary's humility, Mary's surrender, and Mary's love. We hear constantly Mary continuously asking us, you and me, to pray for sinners. That's our job. We've had the light turned on. And for those who are in the early stages here, that's our job. We are called to be disciples and to make disciples. But let's start by praying for those out there who are pure sinners, who don't have the light. You may remember, you may be on that journey yourself. I don't know. I wasn't blessed to be a lifelong, faithful Christian. I just wasn't. And that was my plan. Well, I shouldn't say my plan. That was God's plan for me so that I could share the massive (laughs) transformation that he has done in my life. And only through his grace am I sitting here talking to you right at this very moment. So let's call out, repent of our own sins, all the venial sins, especially the mortal sins. But let's also remember that we are supposed to pray for those who persecute us and love our enemies. They could even be right in our own house, the daily debates and battles of faith, right? They may not be awake. They may not know what you have been enlightened to now know. So we love them. We love them anyway. We love them in spite of that. We love them because of that. And we need God's grace to do that. And let's extend it beyond to all the sinners and all the people that are out there. Because again, God wishes no one to perish. Pride and self-absorbed lives, selfishness, you know, it's me, myself, and I. I know how that is. I lived that life for so long. Everything for me. Everything for me. And I didn't know any better. So let's do both. Repent for our own behaviors and shortcomings because God is our strength in our weakness. When we go to him when things are great and things are going fabulous and our prayer life is awesome and we see his presence everywhere, that's easy. God wants us to come to him when we are like broken. We are not feeling him. We are maybe feeling a little evil, feeling a little judgmental, feeling angry, frustrated, 
fearful, that's when he wants us to get on our knees and come to him. Repent for those feelings, repent for those emotions, and ask him for his grace to forgive us and also to fill us with his spirit so that we can get back up on that mountain and go be that light to the world. He wants us to come to him in our weakness so that he can be our strength. That, my friends, is humility. All right, everyone. I love you all. Go love everyone today. Turn on that light switch of God. Repent either by yourself, sincerely on your knees today, or get your butt to confession if you can. It's so wonderful. There are graces that flow from that beautiful sacrament. And let's say some prayers for the world, for our family and friends, for the saving grace of God to save their souls, to turn the light on in their hearts, and to find the love and mercy of God. All right, everyone, I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.